welcome to the GBHBL podcast number something. 20, 25, 20, 26. 20, yeah, something like that in the, in the late 20s, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's not like bad we, considering. Yeah, we've like done that many actually. Um, yeah, come on, take over. I wow, that, that was good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the opener. So of course, we're gbhbl.com. You can go to the website and check us out right now as well across all your social medias, um, or pretty much everywhere. That's where I went blank on. I was thinking, what would you do next? Oh, yeah, social media that. plugs. Yeah. And you say where you are. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the web. <laughs> yeah, the World Wide Web. Yep, go check out our YouTube channel. YouTube. We've got a load of content on there now. SoundCloud. SoundCloud for the podcast. Uh, is that it? That's Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, still on Tumblr actually. Still there. Still a little bit of on. a resurgence. Tumblr recently. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, like Nuclear Blast, I know sharing an awful lot for it. No, I didn't. I, I, yeah, I get Tumblr. all the I get all the alerts for it because obviously I'm I, I set up yeah, the account. Set it for up, it, yeah. So yeah, Nuclear Blast seems to be using it quite heavily. Which is good because then I get to like like their stuff and they, they like some of our stuff, which is kind of hey yeah yeah. Good blast are our friends. And of course we're on Big Cartel. We can buy some of merchandise. I have previously said that there's new stuff to go up in there. I will find the time. It's sitting in the corner of uh, the living room right now. Um, I keep forgetting. I'm terrible for shit like that. But yeah, so this is the standard podcast standard. Like this, if it's like all oh, the others are so much better. This is the, this is the podcast where we generally just talk about the shit that's been going on since we last sat down and talked about the shit that was going on. Yep. Um going on. That's the plus. Always is, isn't it? That's the plus. If we were doing this every week, we might struggle to find stuff. Um, yeah, like, be, yeah, I think conversation you're, points. You're kind of be forcing it a little bit, wouldn't you? Mm. Whereas yeah. every couple of weeks, yeah, stuff happens. Um, and of course, we've got tunes to play you, and we're going to start with one. One of the best songs I've heard this year. Uh, best EPs and just, yeah, one of the best songs I've heard this year. So this is by um, Six Hours to Kill. The song is, sorry, not the song, the EP is called Faith and Misery Volume 1. It's a four-track EP. It's out now, so you can get it streaming all the usual places. It's available for all of the, um, the top places you'd expect to find it. Um, banging, banging, a hard-rocking metal band, probably more towards the metal side of things. But uh, yeah, give this a listen and hope you enjoy it. This is Radical from the album. Oh 
So, hope you enjoyed that track. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, go check out the rest of the EP. Particularly, I would, if, if you're one of those who's like, you know, I don't want to listen to the whole EP, I want to listen to one track and get an idea. And if Radical wasn't your jam, go listen to uh, Paper Skulls. I'm pretty much banging on about that. And if you go to YouTube, you can see my video review of the EP. It's only like three, four minutes long. Um, but it's got segments of Paper Skulls on it. Uh, thanks to the band who let me do that. And the band who let me play that track. They've been wonderful. Really, really cool guys. I'm uh, very excited to see part two of this as well. Because uh, vol volume oh, one, this is a two-parter. Yeah, volume one is the misery side of things. All oh, right, okay. And, um, and then volume two is faith. Well, they describe more as a more happier kind of thing, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it'd be interesting to see what that means. But yeah, very unique band. And um, when you sort of, oh, I think I've said this before. When you do like, are, are, are there plans for it to come out already? Is this like that they've recorded an album, but they split it in two, and they're gonna it's gonna come quickly, or is it now that they're gonna go off and record? No, I, think, I don't think it's already it. done. I, oh, I, I, I couldn't say that for sure. It's not like the you know video games when the DLC is already part, part of the main game, but we're just going to not give it to you yet. <laughs> yeah, but if the EP would cost you, like the album would cost oh, you yeah, yeah, 9 dollars no, It was just like, you know, is it volume one and volume two? No, I, I don't, really quickly together? No, I don't it? think so. I don't think so at no. all. No, I'd have to check, but I'm sure it isn't. But yeah, so we're going to move on to some news now. Is there a wide news. range of news? And a lot of it really just ties into the shit we normally talk about, the stuff that's we previously been quite vocal about. Yeah. So let's kick off with one that you must have been devastated by. You must what? have been gutted. Well, yeah. I mean, baby metal. Uh, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about baby metal. Because <laughs> I, I think because there is one I was devastated by, and then there was one that I think you, you were joking about. Well, this is Yui Metal having left yeah. baby metal to well, pursue a solo career. Well, I, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure um, this actually wasn't that much of a surprise to most people. Yeah, you reckon? Other, yeah. Uh, because I'm not a baby metal fan whatsoever, and in the review that I did of a single, which was the first one from the new album, mm. uh, I can't remember what it was called now, not the, not the one I did recently, but before that, I was doing your research on it, you know, I looked into it, and I found that she hasn't been touring with them, um, you know, it's only been the other two girls that have been on That's stage right, yeah. on a tour in America, and there were loads of rumours online that she wasn't actually in the band anymore. So, you know, when they announced it, it's one of those things like, well, most people kind of thought as much anyway. Yeah, Distortion, that was the name of it. Yeah. Very undistorted song, but Distortion. But yeah, so um, do I care? Uh, no, is the short answer to that. I couldn't give a monkey's, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't like Baby Metal like you know anyway. Of course. Um, not going to spend any time bashing them because like, if you like them, fair enough, that's your thing. But... Uh, the way that I imagine this will work, and if I'm wrong, great, but the way I'll imagine this will work is that a Muse Inc., which is the 
Simon Cowell-esque entity that own Baby Metal. Yeah. And that own the rights to the music and the people and decide what they wear and when they're going to be about will just pluck another person from whatever factory line they I get them from so, yeah. and introduce her with some new thing and there'll be a big like uh, extravaganza and you know and they'll, ca- and they'll carry on like that well sh- Baby Metal was um, to me whether I like them or whether you like them or not to me it's and I, 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 I could be wrong because maybe fans of them are particularly um, care about individual characters in it but I guess for me you could basically just replace any of the three girls with any other three girls and it would just carry on the same. So, you know, when it, you get this news post on social media and you click on the comments, because Baby Metal always get a fuckload of comments. Um, and what to call it, it's um, always interesting to sort of read, read those comments and yeah, get I an mean, idea. And I always... I, like, it gets quite nasty, actually. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, if it, you don't like them, you're a closed-minded bigot. bigot. You know, if you do like them, then you're, you're a bit weird, maybe a nonce. <laughs> or you know, or you've got bad taste, or whatever it is. Realistically, if you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. I personally think they're terrible. I There's really no do. middle ground with them. No, nah, there isn't. You've noticed that. There's like no middle ground. No, I haven't really. Uh, I haven't. But you know, I wouldn't say I've listened to every song they've ever done, but I've listened to a fair few, and I've accidentally listened to a fair few because I watch maybe like download highlights and stuff like that. You know, um, I've never come across what across a song that I just think, oh, that's okay. You know what I mean? I've never okay. come across that. It's it's never been like with most bands that I dislike, there are occasionally songs that I go, yeah, but I don't mind that track actually. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that with Baby Metal. I just don't like anything that I heard from them at all. So you've reviewed the latest one, uh, I have, Starlight. Starlight, and I was I was a little bit more positive on this, having just said that I don't like anything. Yeah, than I have been a lot. But I'll be honest with you, it's probably more to do with the fact that um, it's a tribute to I'm not I can't remember his name, Mikio. Who was the guitarist oh, who yeah. had the fall? Yeah, um, who, who passed away, which is sad. And obviously, any member of a band, you know, it's going to affect the band. I remember, yeah. So the songs, it's not dark. It's nowhere near dark. It's almost, I think, I kind of said it was more like a bit ethereal. You know, it was like it's got little synth kind of starlight bursts and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's a tribute to a fallen member and a friend. Yeah. So I had no desire to particularly go. Well, this song's shit. This is fucking shit. Because yeah. I'm very aware that what the, you know, whether the it's shit to me or not, it. it's got a meaning that's quite mm. important to the band, and for that, and for the fans of the band, it's probably it's probably quite a personal song. That's really interesting. So I gave, yeah. you know, I scored it more highly than I have any other Baby Metal release, even though I didn't particularly love it musically. I felt it was probably quite an important song. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's the right reason to score it that way or not. No, um, I think if it's I think a- mu- I think I said what I felt about it musically. I said like I, you know, I kind of got where they were going with it. I kind of got the message. You know, I thought it was quite nice what they were trying to do, even though I wasn't a fan of it particularly. Yeah. And so it rated more highly than that. I'm not talking about high. I think I gave it like four. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Or five point or something like that. Yeah. Know? So it's not like I was like, oh, do you know what? I feel terrible for them, so I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. It wasn't that. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's really the, you know, it was, I knew, I knew it'd get Brendan going if mm. I brought up. Maybe yeah, a anyway. couple of subjects that. But yeah, talking about weird, weird, weird things. That's very more weird. Seen this about Static X? I have seen this about Static X, yeah. What it is a little bit strange. Um, I'm alright with the idea of what they're doing purely because it is Wayne Static's vocals that they're using. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, if this was like, uh, you know, because I'm not a fan of this idea of the um, hologram. Oh, the hologram you know, stuff. I don't like this sort of thing. But this is essentially, uh, it's like releasing unreleased music. Yeah. 
That's what it is, and I'm all right with that. Slash tribute because of the potential, what they've suggested about guest yeah. uh, guest vocals. Yeah. And I looked at that list and I went, oh, there's some cool names there. I mean, I, I think it's kind of morbid and kind of odd in a way that, you know, we will both probably at some point listen to this album and listen yeah. to Wayne Static Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is quite peculiar, you know, on yeah. the new song, which is kind of, kind of odd. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're not, they're not like going back and sampling lines that he did in previous songs to try and make the, you know, their actual recordings mm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think to me, it's just like unreleased music of a person who passed away. Oh, they did with Nirvana, didn't they? Good songs like um, You yeah. Know You're Right, which all came out after his death. It's a lot of bands now with Elvis and Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael Jackson keeps getting albums yeah. out of the in But the they're charts. not dead, are they? What? They're not dead, are oh, they? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I said, well, I'm pretty sure he died. Yeah, Elvis ain't dead, apparently. Oh. Everyone keeps seeing him. He's an alien, apparently. Michael Jackson's <laughs> dead. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind the idea. I, I, was, I was a fan back in the day uh, to a point. I enjoyed enough of their music, so I'll be interested to see. You know, the only thing I would say that I go and would have sort of touched trepidation is uh, unreleased music, as you were, as it were. There's often a reason why. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean the difference with the the Static X one though. I think that it's not necessarily unreleased; it's unfinished. Unfinished, yeah. You know, it was they never got to the point of putting them together as yeah. songs. So it's not like that. it was just cut. It's not B sides. Yeah, they wouldn't take it away and go, yeah, that's it. We won't put that out. But now they've maybe a bit brassic, so they're yeah. like, oh, we'll <laughs> push some songs out there. <laughs> Because um, a lot of the members of of him, the only one I know for sure is band like Tony Campos. He's he's in a Soulfly now, isn't he? Yes. Or he was in Soulfly, or is uh, he still in Soulfly? No, he may not be in Soulfly anymore. I know he's in Fear Factory for a bit. No, I don't know where he's. God, yeah. I, I think he was. I thought he was in Soulfly. So I'm trying to think of the latest promo picture of Soulfly. Soulfly. I don't remember seeing him in it. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Because Soulfly is turning into a bit of a. Or you know, one what Max has we got one song with him. I can imagine long term. It'll be Max and Sons, yeah. and, you know. Cavalier family. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. But, you know, that's, that's by the way, getting off topic yeah. completely. So, um, right. This is a, this is a, 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 this is purely because I'm still pissed off about this. Uh-oh. And that I wanted to sort of like, oh, what the fuck has been going on with Ghost Bath and Moles UK Day, a London show over the last couple of months? So this is a show that when it got announced, now I banged on about this quite heavily because I couldn't believe, wow, awesome, two of the best, like, brilliant bands, great together, Mole probably still going to be my album of the year, the album Yord, uh, Ghost Baths, Star Mourner was a great record as well, um, playing together, and it was originally the Boston Music Room when it was first yeah. announced, and I was like, they're a bit small, and then it was, then it was uh, no, it was actually the Dome, and then it was changed to the Dome, which is the one above the Boston Music yeah. Room. Well, that's cool. You know, that's bigger, a bit better, and so on. It's been away for months. And then out of the blue, I get an email from the ticket company where I bought my ticket saying, just to let you know, it's now been moved to the Electro, Electro Works in London as well. Yeah, which I'm not even familiar with it. It's, it's a club. Is it? It's a fucking club, man. And not a very good one at that. You've been there. You've just forgotten what it's like. It's the one that goes really down the stairs. And it's like really low roofs. Right. I think we went there for someone's stag do. Oh, okay. Um, but we were by that point pretty knackered, I think. So we just sort of sat around while people would. Cause, oh, yeah, no, I know where it is now, yeah. Yeah, you know, and more, there was just tables on one side. And for, um, yeah, around the yeah. side, like through like a sort of like a cor- corridor, and there's a sort of stage area right yeah, it's there. Yeah, like little cabins. That's it? right, yeah. 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 Yeah, I fucking hate that place. Yeah, <laughs> so I saw that, I was like, you having a fucking laugh. But what really got my nerves is that the age rating changed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well. and it was like, so 14 plus, you know, under 16s with an adult and all that crap. And it was like, oh no, new age rating 16 plus. Sorry about that. 
you know, if you want a refund, you get your tickets back, money back. And it's like, are you kidding me? I was going to take my yeah. son. You want a refund? You want to be able to go to the show? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, what's 13 quid? Because that's how much the tickets were in a refund. So, like, it's like, oh, fantastic. So, initially, I was incensed. And the worst thing was, no one else, Ghost Bath Mall, the venues, no one, no one updated their stuff for two days. I'm going on there going, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, give me an explanation, please. You know, nothing. Didn't answer to any um, social media posts. And it's like, okay, is this how you're going to be about it? You know, bit, bit dis- very disappointed in, um, you know, Ghostbusters management and whoever's involved in that. But what I let- Now, I don't know, I still do not know why this venue has changed. The o- I can only hazard a guess, which is the most obvious, which is low ticket sales, meaning that the dome was pointless. Yeah. And if ticket sales were that low, that it had to be there, because I was like, what's well, go back to the Boston Music Room then, you fucking yeah. idiots? Well, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, if ticket sales weren't doing well, why did you move from that originally? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, if it's low ticket sales, that's annoying because these this was this was 13 quid uh, for a ticket to see two great bands. Um, that's disappointing. Um, particularly coming off the back of uh, another set of shows that got cancelled and from investigating and nosing around the social media appeared to be because of a low ticket sales, which was uh, Zayon, Zayon, X-A-O-N, right. who were going to have Earthbound yeah. uh, supporting them. Yeah. And that was suddenly cancelled out of nowhere. And uh, through the band was answered, one of the members of the band was talking back and forth um, with someone and seemed to be blaming, um, and seemed to be blaming low ticket sales, basically. Um, that the label or the company behind it was like, well, it's not worth doing. Yeah. Um, and that really fucking sucks. People, get out to these shows, man. Yeah. The, p- things getting cancelled because of low, low ticket sales, when it, particularly that was at the Black Heart, and I think it was a tenner. Like a tenner. Like, you know, you wouldn't get two beers for a tenner in this goddamn city. You know, so yeah, no, it's frustrating. I am gonna, st- I, I am going to go. I decided initially, I was like, well, I'm not going to go to Bath and Mall then, and I was like, I'm going to get a refund. And then, like, I had to check my ticket, and they were like, Yeah, send the tickets back. And I was like, Oh, fuck off! I can't bother to do that. Yeah. Like, send them back. So I was like, You know what? We'll go. We'll go. Um, you know, I hate the venue. I hate the venue. Um, not happy about that at all. That's the thing as well. But ultimately, you know, it's like, well, I still love both bands. Um, you know, it's a review. I want to, you know, on that basis, we always review what we do. I don't think we go would go to any live show and not come out with a planned review at the end of it. And yeah, ever man. really now, um, you know. So it's and at least you know if it's if it's if it's so low that you had to go to the electric works, then yeah, I'd like to be um, at least say I was there. You know, yeah, yeah. You might be the only one there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That <laughs> if I'm the only one there, um, then I'm gonna have the best gig of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know? band not so much. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can imagine they'll do that thing where I'll just be standing there intently because you don't dance to this music, staring intently at them, yeah, and they'll just keep looking past me because they don't want to catch eyes on me. And you're meant to look at your shoes. Oh, that's what it is. They're, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not really shoegazy. No, that's I know, the thing. I know. That's what they're classed. No, sorry, that's what but some people class them. I do love that term shoegaze. It's one of the funniest ones I ever. It's came funny. Up. But it's also stupid. Of course, it's stupid. But, but it's funny. At least it's funny. it works. Yeah. It, we picture the music. You're like, yeah, that works actually. Right, so moving on, but talking about um, weird shit, continuous what we're doing. This literally only happened an hour ago. Oh, okay. So I don't know how up to date you are, but you may well, have probably not. I was driving here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may know a bit of the history already. Okay. So a few weeks ago, um, while she sleeps, blanked out all her profile pictures and turned them black. Okay. You see this? No, I didn't see this. Now, my son made me aware and was like, what's, you know, what's that about? Uh, there was caused a bit of stir briefly where people worried that it was uh, the end of the band because apparently, historically... That means we're splitting. Does it? Yeah, apparently so. In all my life of listening to music, I've never heard that before. Uh, apparently so, from the and comments. I've seen a shit ton of people split. Um, 
Yeah, um, apparently yeah, on social media. It's because I'm so old. I mean, social media actually hasn't been that big a thing in the last, like, it's only been the last five or six years, ten years maybe, that it's blown up to become a, yeah. you know, so ha, ha, I don't understand how something that happens on social media now could be, oh yeah, that means this. Yeah, but that's social media hasn't even been around for that fucking long. What did, what did bands do back in the day before social media? Just like paint their they faces wrote black. letters. Black up or something like that. <laughs> go, just stand they, there. They sent blank letters to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, apparently that's what it, it, it can suggest. Um, but right. I, I obviously, I wasn't convinced. I no. thought it was related to the death of the All That Remains guitar guitarist. Um, also, yeah. I yeah. thought it was related to that. However, I now think I know what it's related to. So... An hour ago, but not for you because you're listening to this probably in a few mm. days' time. Um, so a few days ago, <laughs> um, they put a blank video up with the sound of what sounds like bit, it's a bit of chatter, a bit of noise, and then what sounds like an engine starting up, right. possibly with the guitars as well. Right. I think I know what it is now. I think it's clearly this is they're about to they're, they're, they're about to yeah they're starting the marketing campaign. Yeah, something's the, coming. The next release, something's coming, and there might be a single. It's and, about the right time. Yeah, to yeah. To be honest with you. And it means a single's coming uh, probably in the next week or two, I reckon. Yeah. This is what this this is, yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, like, unless something absolutely disastrous had happened to a member of or collection of While She Sleeps, they appear to be in a better place than they've ever been as a band. They have their own place. They, You know, they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be... There's no... Re- I, there's nothing that would lead me down the line of their splitting. The, the, the only thing I would, I would think... If, if you were to say to me, oh, well, it's going to split, and I'd go, why? And what I think was, was well, you always, I don't think it maybe had as much success as they would have, as, as they might have hoped. Um, the struggle of being self-signed and self-promoted and stuff yeah. like that, no doubt, must be quite hard. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult for me because they've not been on our radar for a while. No, they've been quiet for a while. Yeah. Um, they didn't seem to, um, I could be wrong on this, maybe I missed it. But they, you know, genuinely, even when bands are quiet in terms of music and social media, they're out and about touring. They don't seem to have been doing much at all in the last five or six months. Yeah. So that to me instantly says that the band are probably writing. Yeah, they've got a way to write. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that, that, that's what I. That's what I would get from that. Mm. Or while she sleeps, are quiet. They're not out on tour. There's not much buzz on social media or anything like that. They're probably in the studio. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a naturally optimistic guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... which isn't something usually levied on me, but there you go. But yeah, should be greeted with no, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be quite, I'll be excited to see if what they where they go with it because a lot of bands, I guess, trying to make it, trying to make a little bit of extra money. I, I seem to keep accidentally coming across them when I review them that they all seem to be trying to branch out into a more, I don't want to necessarily say the word commercial, but like maybe radio friendly sound. And um, while she sleeps, you are we album. As much as I like that album, was definitely a more polished affair. Yep. With some of the songs than previous ones. Yes. So I, I you know, I'll, I'll definitely, I'm very excited to hear what they come out with next. Yeah. What I like, and I'm sure a lot of people who listen to them would agree, is I like to see them not go any further than they have, uh, and ideally maybe take a step back towards the sort of this is the six, uh, brainwashed. Yeah, I'd like a combination of the two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't get me wrong. I don't. I like you are we a lot you know i just i want to see him go further than that a lot of bands are going that way you know like bring me the horizon bullets on my valentine all the people that are part of the what we would have maybe classed as a while she sleep circle yeah you know they're obviously we know they're big friends with people like bring me the horizon and Sykes. And stuff like yeah. That, yeah um there's done uh 
guest vocals on, I can't remember what the song is on, on you, are we? Yeah. But whatever it is, there's a lot of link-ups there. A lot of those bands seem to be trying to go almost a different way, going like, you know what, we've been around for X amount of years now. We're, we're going to clean our sound up and we're going to do this, that and the other. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see, because While She Sleeps looked like they were on that kind of trajectory. If you, mm. if you lay it out album by album, that's what it kind of looks like. But whether they breach where they're happy with, or whether they're still going to polish and see, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what you yeah. with, with great interest, great interest, great band. Anyway, if you haven't listened to them, just check out their albums. So Absolutely, they're fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I I credit While She Sleeps with uh, changing my mind on hardcore. Um, when I first heard um, This Is the Six, so you know, it, yeah, it can't get better than that if you change your yeah. mind about a genre. I think that was fantastic. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Um, right. Uh, Bloodstock, Bloodstock. It's, it's going to come up every podcast because every podcast they always seem to have an announcement. Yeah. Although we're only talking about one band because there's only one band that was announced in the the meantime. Oh no, no, it's all of them. There was only one band announced last time we spoke about Bloodstock. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, definitely. Huh. We, we we obviously we we had the Sabaton announcement, and that was it. So since then, there's been there's been a hell of a lot of announcements, and uh, yeah, some very pleasing ones to be honest with you. <laughs> So if we stop, well, the, 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 I guess the big the big name that's been announced. Should we start with the the, the, the second headliner? The, well, I was going to ask you a question about this actually yep. because when you look at the way that it's laid out on Bloodstock's website, it looks like there are three headliners. Yeah, but it's not. But I was going to say to you, is that legit? Because no. it shows Cradle of Filth alongside Sabaton and the the other headliner Scorpions. No, they didn't announce. At the very, very top. Yeah, it's just how to set up is because I think they keep everything at the top and work their way down. Right. Um, you remember last... So they could end up like down, down the bottom. I think, no, <laughs> I think they'll be second from top. Yeah. There'll be these special guests, as it were, for Saturday's band, depending upon who that is. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah, well, we'll talk, well, we brought it up. So, Cradle of Filth were one of the bands that yeah. were announced. Um, um, Children of the Bottom. Children of the Bottom. Uh, Queens, Queens Reich. Reich, Queen however Rock. you say it. It's Reich. Reich. Um, um, D. Snyder. Snyder. Hypocrisy. Soil work. Yep. And then obviously the most recent one, which is the the one that we were talking about, is well, Scorpions. Yeah, well, yeah, so let's break that one down. The Scorpions were announced as the Sunday night headliner for Bloodstock. And I will say, I generally did not see that coming. Couldn't have even guessed that. No, I wouldn't have guessed it either. Um, I, 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 this, is a bit, this is strange because I'm all right with it. But I think I'm all right with it more because like it's on the Sunday. Yep. I can catch a couple of tracks and then... It doesn't have a massive impact on me. I've never seen them. Yep. I'm aware of them, although I'm aware of two or three of their big hits. That's it, yeah. Um, very much the same sort of vein as Mr. Big last year, actually. Okay. Um, quite strange in a way, because just like Mr. Big last year as well, uh, Scorpions to me are more of a, a kind of rambling man band. Mm. I genuinely do think that. Um, actually, on the Rambling Man website, there's a lot of people that are saying, I've seen the Scorpions are in the UK. Do you think they'll come to Rambling Man? Okay. So actually, that's the sort of bands that they push for. Yep. You know. But I, 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 you know, they're, 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 they've been around in, for a long time in the rock world, you know. So why not? It's not like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna catch a couple of tracks. If I'm enjoying that one stage, yep. And if I'm not, then it's Sunday night anyway. We usually shoot, shoot after after the headliner, so it just means I'll, I'll hit the road an hour earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I I agree wholeheartedly. What you said is pretty much my feelings. Um, I sort of went really. I'm not I'm not a fan because I basically only know two or three of their big hitters, same yeah. as uh, Brendan, and those big hitters I don't really care for. Um, uh, yeah, but you must you must want to be in the vicinity to do the whistling. No, on winds of change. No, God, when I first heard that song, just one of those. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. Um, 
But it, it worked out perfectly because it said, as Brennan said, it's the Sunday night headliner, which is, uh, you know, tends to be where I'm, at. I'm normally at my most. I'm tired and I'm done. So yeah. the Scorpions is perfect for that. I'd say watch a bit if it's going well, great and so on. Yeah. And, you know, there's people being the usual dickhead selves. Scorpions are, are fine for Bloodstock. They are a rock band when it comes down to it. And if they're going to play Bloodstock, they were always going to headline. It is as simple as that. It, it To me, it's not that odd. In the sense that, yeah, I think they're more suited. They play download, and they're probably more suited to Rambler Man. But, you know, we're seeing these little extras. You know, we can't have people going Mr. Big's fine and Scorpions aren't. Do you see what I mean? Like, no. I think the big thing now, though, with this lineup, genuinely, for a lot of people who go to Bloodstock for the more extreme side of metal, yep. will be that Saturday night headliner. It's going to have to be of quite a heavy it's nature. Got, it's got to be mean, something, Sabaton, right? the kind of power metal, yep. academic, clean singing. Uh, Scorpions. There's got to be something in the middle. Yeah, you know that satisfies the the reason that Bloodstock originally brought people in. You know, which was celebrating the heavier side of rock. I agree. I agree. It's I'm, been... I'm happy with all. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean that as a diss about Scorpions being there or Sabaton. I'm happy with the lineup. You know, and like we've said millions of times, it whoever the three headliners are, it's not really about that Bloodstock anyway. It's about like the new blood, the the Sophie. It's about all the undercard. But you know, if you were to go, I don't know, say. You you can't announce like a Scorpion style band now on the Saturday. No, do you know what I mean? It can't be that because that that suddenly looks very clean and it's got to be. I would. I, know, I'm, I'm expecting. I, I, I'm expecting, but I hope it's not uh, Slayer. Yeah, I'm expecting Slayer. Although again, um, I hope it's not. But I'd be quite happy for Behemoth or something like that. Yeah, to break that headliner kind of cycle up. I think Behemoth's probably the best shout out of them because Slayer are doing downloads yeah. on a lot of downloads. I think that might be the one saving grace for us not to have Slayer. I mean, it's not just like a Slayer people or anything like that. I'm a huge nah. fan of Slayer, but I've seen Slayer way too many times and I saw them also headline Bloodstock only a few years ago. So I'd really kind of prefer it not to be Slayer. Yeah. Um, the only bad thing about it, if it is Behemoth, yeah, um, and it was Cradle on before Behemoth. We've seen what Cradle do when they're around other back metal oh, bands. Oh yeah, <laughs> they get all like, "Shoot, we can't play any of our catchy songs. We yeah. gotta be all hardcore. We gotta be fucking yeah." <laughs> God, you're right. But yeah, that would make sense. Cradle filled then Behemoth as well. That yeah, it's it, similar because if you look at it, you've got like um, Queensrÿche, right, and Scorpions, two similar esque bands. Yeah. I know Queensrÿche are more progressive. Yeah, assuming um, that they're like you said, assuming that they are one after the other. That's the assuming, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. The children of the bottom to Sabaton. You know, it's that Scandinavian sort of scene, isn't it? Yeah. Really? So, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah. the rest of it, I'm pretty happy with. Children of Bottom, I always enjoy them live. Uh, festival set where they're playing for 45 to an hour yeah. is perfect. Um, we have great memories of a Children of Bottom show. Yeah. So yeah. to us, it's it's pretty on the money. Yeah. Um, Cradle, obviously, we're both massive fans. Yeah. Go I'll, back and check a special I'll, we did on it. I'm over the moon with it. Yeah. My only my only concern with it is that it doesn't get pushed down the list so fast that Cradle's are 45 minutes in the broad daylight. Set. Yeah, that's that, my only thing with it. That's I true. actually would have preferred Cradle to be a Sophie tent headliner. Oh, okay. Personally, uh, if they weren't going to be a headliner, um, but you know, special guest slot will be fine. Yeah, uh, I'd be I'd be surprised if they weren't. Yeah. Um, D Snyder, I'm very I'm You're very a big fan of Twisted Sister, isn't you? and not only that, his, his solo album, um, fuck, the, what was it called, um, The Love of Metal or something like yeah, that, something. was was pretty decent. Um, so I suspect with D as well, what we'd get is that album you plus probably first name basis for me. <laughs> He's my D. pal. I read his I read his autobiography. I respect him a lot. You know, the dude's been in court for his rights and shit like that. Um, what to party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, it was over there labelled the um parental advisory stickers that oh, ended up right, on CDs. Yeah. Incredible story. Um, 
But yeah, I love Dio. I respect him a lot. Um, and here's the thing, guys. Uh, while he won't get a massive amount of time, you might be lucky and still get your Twister Sister song thrown in. So yeah. if you never got the chance, you're still going to see the vocalist yeah. do his shit, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Hypocrisy. Um, hypocrisy, I don't know very much about. Same. But I do know that it's quite a big deal in that it's like a, a band that, um, I think it's like a reunion kind of band. There was a lot of positive people uh, yeah. like this. And also it's like a UK exclusive um show set whatever is it yeah i saw that um on one of the other bloodstock pages actually it shows that uh soil work i'm i'm very happy about because i love my melodic death metal mm. you know so i don't always get a huge amount of it at bloodstock the bands that i prefer are over soil work don't get me wrong but um soil works new singles very 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 good yeah yeah you reviewed um, it highly yeah so yeah i'm happy with that i'm all right with that yeah you know they're only going to be like kind of daytime yeah, yeah 45 minutes like, yeah. it's fine yeah so I'll try and catch some of that assuming they're not clashing with somebody extremely important yeah so yeah so so far um, uh, Bloodstock's doing great I'm um, very happy as well that they kind of didn't do anything for ages and then just spat out a couple of announcements quickly yeah. in, in a row you know um, more of that please more just keep it quiet and just be like oh by the way tomorrow at 11 o'clock you know we're going to yeah. announce this and so on um, yeah uh, and they weren't the only ones. I mean, you can, no. you, there was. There's been some big European festival announcements uh, that run similar bands to Bloodstock on a sort of on a level. Um, fuck, one was today. I can't remember who they're called, but it's one of the ones that happens near the time, and they often share bands. Right. And there was a couple of names in that that already are at Bloodstock. Well, there's a couple of names in that could be very interesting. <coughs> one, <coughs> excuse me, one that I really want to play Bloodstock that I hadn't considered. Until I saw him on this lineup, and it's King Diamond. Right. It's, I've never seen King Diamond, and uh, that I would love that. I'd be very happy with that. Uh, that would be great. You know, I want to. I'd like Bloodstock's main stage this year. I want more of. I've never seen him before. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, I, I'll, I'll get plenty. You know, to be play, like more of in the sense that I've always wanted to. Like I say, King Diamond, never seen, always wanted to. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. A little part of me wants like the main stage to not be too good. Of course, because, <laughs> because we get stuck we spent, there. We spent so much time, like the the, the the year just gone by, in the tents finding so much good metal. Yep. Um, because the main stage wasn't that good, so we were like, "That's fine. Let's go check out yep. everything else." That's true. You know, uh, right? Well, as long as more like if more if it's going to be good, let it be good from six o'clock onwards when yeah. like the new blood stops <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> that's what we want during the day. No problem. Yeah. But yeah, the um the one the big big one I guess for our our neck of the woods, the UK, was Download twenty nineteen made their announcement, and in Download fashion, it was all three headliners plus uh, a lot of the undercard as well, and um, and it wasn't Aussie. It what what well, yeah, it wasn't Aussie. Yeah, so yeah, credit where credit's due. <laughs> it it was right. So let's get this out of the way straight away. Um, I would probably be accused of being a negative. Nancy when it comes to download um, that's one of the words I can think of negative Nancy and it's not that I think I I, I don't think I really really talk deep you know it, I'm not going to go too in depth my question always been about download is um, that the lack of trying it's like to me right I'm going to use an analogy here it's basically and if you do a wrestling fan you know this it's basically modern WWE no competitors no competition yeah. don't have to put that much effort in anymore because there's no one trying to beat us you know, so they, they, they're like, oh, cool. We're doing a quarter of the ratings we used to do 10 years ago. But it doesn't matter because there's no one else to chase us. So there's no, we don't have to try as hard. And I always felt that like that was the case with Download once Sonnesville went down a pan. Is, um, they, they, it's, and I get it. It's a difficult position for them because they are the biggest in this country. 
Yeah. And people expect. And as much as I'm sure the bookers of that would love to potentially go, oh, let me, let's give, you know, because I thought one of the headliners this year might be Bring Me the Horizon. I was generally surprised it wasn't. Um, because I thought they might give them the leg up. Bring Me the Horizon, right, yeah. particularly with a new album, might be the thing that pushes them to playing places like the O2 and all that. Maybe they also listen to it and realise it was shit. It was shit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a possibility. So when I saw the headliners, I did make a little bit of a face and be like, particularly in regards to one, which we'll get onto in a minute, um, yeah. of basically what I see as same old, same old, here we go again. Um, particularly, and I'm also going to say something very controversial. Oh. Very controversial. That is probably, Brace you know. Yourselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to me, it's just, it's safe. It was a safe announcement, but it was download. And I don't, it's some of the biggest bands in the world. So don't act like I have an issue with that. I, 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 one of the things, like, it's weird. I, I, I'm incredibly defensive, right, over a certain situation that happened years ago. So his, uh, I believe the booker is Andy Copping. Mm-hmm. Heard the name? Yep. Um, and many, many years ago, uh, he was asked about Baby Metal. Would he ever book Baby Metal for download? And he turned around and said, no, because they're not metal. And they're not in their realm of this and so on. Obviously, that changed. He ended yeah. up booking them. And people love to throw it in his face. If I was booking download, if I was booking download, I'd have baby metal fucking headlining. Yeah, I'd definitely have him near the top because uh, yeah. I'm looking to sell tickets. That's his job. That's his, yeah. Um, so I completely get it, you know? And it's the same here. Here's the thing. So Bring Me the Rise of My Headlining and they'd chosen two other new kind of bands that say they taught Machine Head into doing one night um, for once and I don't know, um, Trivium, I don't know, someone like that um, was there. People just do their night anyway. Yeah, because they're you know, it doesn't matter what any festival booker does any time. They're never going to please everybody. That's the thing. I'm not going to lie. I actually saw this download lineup. Yep. And I was probably the first time in a long time I've looked at a download lineup so far and gone, well, that's actually quite appealing. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm not, you know, like, the problem I have is that I know that that is also potentially the only big metal bands that will be there. And everything that comes after this, I'll be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, so yes, I, I actually think uh, there's a bit of relevance about some of it. Uh, so the headliners are Def Leppard, um, which I, who I've never seen, All right. and I like. I'm okay. a fan of Def Leppard. I was a fan of them when I was younger. Right. I wouldn't. I, I, I can't remember. It actually says it on here, doesn't it? Uh, I played hysteria. hysteria. In yeah. So I mean, personally, I would have. I'd, I'd like to see Def Leppard for the first time, not in an arena where it was like 70, 80 quid <laughs> when mm. they played recently. Um, but I'd also like a greatest hit show. Yep. That, that'd be the thing I want. I know they'll probably do some hits as well. Yeah, I mean, if, if they're playing an album. If you're going to see a band, like a, you know, a band that's got like 20 odd bloody albums, and you, you know, I know, I, the album I know most of Def Leppard is actually a greatest hits album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So you play one album back to back. I want to know tracks on it, but I'm going to be like, oh, come there on. There are going to be tracks yeah. on the album that you don't want to hear. I think Slipknot, who are the second headliner. Yep. Um, is a good get actually yep. because they are going to have a new album out. It looks like it. Drops. It looks like it. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's quite. It's relevant. It's not um, a nostalgia trip. It's the fact that new album out, out on tour, but Slipknot. Yep. Uh, and Tool is a good get for them. To be honest with you, it's um, it's a good booking. Uh, it's not a band that would make me want to go to download okay. exclusively. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know, I, I looked at that and I thought, all right, it's not the most different headliners they've ever booked. Mm-hmm. But it is a little fresher than a lot of the download lineups I've seen in the past. There are bands in there. When right. we did the download Dump. lineup, I'm not going to go into the rest of it just yet, but when we did the download lineup and we walked talked through it last year and that, 
I struggled. There were more bands in that little bit that they've announced so far that I like than there were in the whole of the really? lineup last That's year. That's awesome. That's actually really cool. Don't even consider that. You're right. That's a really cool we, we thing. We struggled with it last year, didn't we? We were like, yeah, it was a mess. Shit, we don't know anyone on that stage. We don't know anyone on that stage. And you, but you yeah, are, do you know what I mean? And it was like, oh my god. But you are right that there might be the potential that this might just be it for you. Um, it depends, right? So I want to, right? So you, you've given your opinions headlines. I'm going to give mine, right? So I, I have it con- not contrasting, massively different, right? So Def Leppard playing, I this is the one that infuriates me the most. I would have to check this, and I'm probably being a little bit over the topic, but I'm sure they played like every other year now for the last right. five or six years. Um, I've seen them. I've seen them at download more than once. Um, they played too many times, and the offer of them playing Hysterium Four made me go. Made me go, but that's worse. <laughs> like, that's worse. Yeah. Like, that might be your, your most favorite album, but who the fuck wants to see go to a probably, festival it's show? It's probably an anniversary of some description, isn't it? That's Presumably, but I don't know. I, I just kind of think like I don't think people care enough about that. So I thought that was an odd one. So let, I, if I sort of take that and put that aside and go, okay, <clears throat> Def Leppard are the weird one, you know, the Avenged Sevenfold and stuff like that kind of thing. And then you do get Slipknot. You're right. Um, I, I I can't criticize Slipknot. They've, they've, this is their third time I think headlining download now. Um, so again, I think it's a safe option yeah, in that it's, sense. It's, it's. But, but for, like you said, from a booking perspective, I mean, that's the ticket seller right there. Yeah, well, it is. And also, they are now beginning to gear up. The, the Slipknot train wheels have started to yeah. move. The, the, the social media posts about music and stuff like that. The heaviest song they've ever recorded, apparently. Yeah, I that, take that, that remains to be seen. <laughs> yeah, because um, they said a lot of that shit about um, the, the Slipknot. Which one was the last one? The Grey Chapter. Yeah. And um, I found too much influence of some sour in the great chapter to really really like Slipknot but I do like Slipknot yeah. I am a fan yeah. um, so I can't you know and I have seen them live but it's been long enough that if this was to be a great day of metal that yeah. I would maybe consider it yeah. basically um, you know that kind of thing that, um, but the controversial one I mentioned at the start so basically and I know people's reaction to Tool being announced it is a great get but considering Tool's inability to do fucking anything yep. the fact that they're now actually going to be doing shows I mean, next year actually, you know, there's still plenty of time for them to not show up <laughs> there, yeah there's plenty of time for shit to go down um, yeah. but here's the fucking thing that I'm very insistent on they better not turn up the download with no new music they better have the, a new album because this is turning into me for you, me, you know, Chinese democracy. Do you not think about that? Most of the, this might not be true for everyone, but a lot of the people that will go to see to all that at a festival set, like at download, will actually be more keen on hearing them playing their other stuff anyway, of course. even if they have got a new release out. Of course. That's the kind of the, the festival thing, isn't it? It's been a long time since Tool have headlined or been at download. I know, I reckon at least 10 years. I know I've seen them on a poster, but I, yeah. I don't know if that was like 2008 or something like that. So it's been a long time. And it is a great get. And I'm I'm a Tool fan. I'm just not a massive Tool fan. No, I don't think either. they deserve. I'm not either. I just think like you like you were saying about the fact that the booking agent's got to book tickets. Yeah, you know, and he could have. They could have he very easily gone Metallica, somebody, somebody. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with Metallica being kind of in the UK. Yeah, uh, and everything like that. I'm not saying that this is like massively different. It is safe. But it's also potentially relevant. I mean, if Tool have got a release out eventually by that point, as Slipknot have, two of their headliners could be headlining with new music out. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which isn't always the case with the headliners that we look at them. No, you are Aussie right. And, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you are right. I'm not saying it's perfect. 
I'll, I'm going to be controversial here. Go. I personally, personal preference, take Def Leppard over Scorpions at Bloodstock. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I, th- I think you're right there in the sense that I know more Def Leppard. I'd enjoy it more. I know that. I know. Mm. I would. I've never, but also because I've never seen Def Leppard or Scorpions. But if I had, if they were both playing on the same night and I had a ticket for each show, I'd go to the Def Leppard show. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, you know, because so I actually think for me, Def Leppard's a good a good booking because I've, it doesn't matter if they played there twenty every year for the last twenty years. I've never seen you've them. never seen them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so that's that's it. Yeah. But again, it's the hysteria thing would put me off a little bit. It's like you know, that's said I want a great. Yeah, sense. yeah, that that is the off putting yeah. All right, well, so the fourth of major names. So basically, you know, download posters tend to stick to if you're big enough or high up on the stage, you get your own fonts, whereas the rest just don't. So the yeah. four more bands who have their own fonts. Now this is where I think we'll pretty much agree all the way through. Yeah, pretty much on all of it. I mean, I will say. We'll do the bands first, and then I'll right. Say so we've got Slash it. and the Conspirators with Miles Kennedy. Um, that's his jam. Uh, we've got White Snake, and we've got Rob Zombie. Oh, and Trivium. Yeah, they're the four ones that have got their font. I guess the ones that would be slightly under second top, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Maybe so, headline the second stage or something like that. Maybe. Or mm, what do you reckon? No, they're probably a bit too big, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I kind of. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard, hard to it tell. It is hard to tell. I mean, Parkway Drive headlined it last year, and they're after be a big band, aren't they? Yeah, so, it's hard to tell because it's not one of the right things so. like, when this got announced. I was quite surprised. This is one of the reasons I was pleasantly surprised with Download is because when I saw that Rob Zombie had been announced, I assumed Rob Zombie was a headliner. Oh, hmm. and yeah, that's why I, I, I assumed. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't know why I did. I just thought Rob Zombie that sounds like a download headliner to mm. me, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, I, I, none of the four are ticket like would make me want to go to download, right? Um, like there wouldn't be the reason I'd buy a ticket. Although I have no problem with any of the four. Really? Um, I don't particularly want to have any desire to see Rob Zombie. I'm not a massive fan of Rob Zombie and not even a massive fan of White Zombie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, White well, then why don't you have a problem with him? Because uh, I've never seen him. I'm not a fan Wait. of the music that I've listened to. Oh, you weren't there when he headlined Bloodstock? No, I wasn't. All right. Yeah, so I've never listened. I've never seen it live. Uh, but I've listened to the music, obviously. Yeah. And I'm not massive on the music. However, I'm aware that apparently... There's, there's, there's a good show and all that stuff. Just right, I'm going to jump in there. I've seen him twice and I'm still waiting to see this apparently good fucking show. He's obviously waiting for me to come, isn't he? He headlined Bloodstock and all yeah. he brought was some goddamn vinyls and did some dancing around on stage. Yeah. I've never been so mad that's, about that. <laughs> so, I mean, I could be wrong, but it's the thing is, I'm, I've never seen him and that's why I'm saying it's not, announcing Rob Zombie wouldn't make me go out and buy a download ticket. Yeah. However, if I was already at download, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go and check it out. Wow, no, I had the opposite. I, I, I couldn't... Yeah, because you've seen it before. Yeah, yeah I've seen it twice before. Both um, times I did not enjoy it. I don't particularly enjoy this Slash Miles Kennedy music, mm. which is a bit of a problem for me because I'm a very big Slash fan. I like Slash quite a lot. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Um, So, uh, yeah, it'd be like... Um, or maybe I'd, I'd put ear defenders in and just go there and stare at Slash. Maybe maybe it's <laughs> curiosity because uh, yeah, Miles Kennedy's a great vocalist. It's probably one of those things like uh, we do at a lot of festivals, which is like, oh, let's just capture someone to and see if it hooks us in. Yeah, and if it yeah. doesn't, let's jump off somewhere else. Yeah. This is the thing with download, and this is why I think sometimes I think this way, is because I'm also aware that, unlike Bloodstock, where it's, well, I, can't, I don't have to watch that because there's like 20 other bands in different tents and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. That I will probably like. There probably possibly isn't a download. Yeah. You know, the bands that are playing on the other stage right now may very well not are quite likely to not be my bands that I want to see anyway. Mm. So then you're almost like, well, I may as well watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are right. Yeah, um, yeah. White Snake. Like I said, whatever. If I'm there and there's nothing else on, I'll probably watch it. We saw them yeah, only a few years there. ago at Ramblin' yeah. Man. 
And uh, Trivium, I like Trivium. I am a Trivium fan. Yeah. Uh, I do think they've got as much terrible music as they have to yeah. <laughs> But their bit... last album was very good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd watch Trivium. Yeah, so, you know, no problem with Trivium. Right, then we'll fly through the uh, rest of the bands. Um, actually, you get, you know, it's almost better. Yeah, these, these, these ones. There are, there's a couple. There are, yeah, there's a couple that pull out and go, really? Um, so we got Amon Amarth, which, yep. you know, that's fantastic. That's great. Yep. Uh, Carcass, happy with that again. Yeah, Carcass. Uh, Dylan, I'd check him out if there's yep. nothing else going on. Uh, Die Ant Word, I. No idea. What? No idea. Really? Oomch, 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 yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it's, you know, it's it, it's questionable even for download, like which says a lot. Uh, me first in the gimme gimme's. Yeah, no, aware of no idea, no 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 desire to see each of our own in that yeah. one. You know, Opeth. But I'm actually not overly bothered by Opeth either, to be honest with you. Um, I'd go and check Opeth out because I've never seen them, but I don't. They're not like my favourite band. Well, I will, I will, I will tell a brief story of one of my 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 overriding memories of Opeth. Right. Um. So there was a brief point where I was banging into them, probably around Blackwater Park era, um, and then they released a new album. I can't remember what it was, but I, I went to do, I went to a back when I used to enter competitions all the time, and I went to a Krang um, listening party. All right. Um, there's a, still a photo somewhere of me, clean shaven, short hair, uh, standing with the Opeth singer. Um, um, you know, a photo where it's like careful distance between us, yeah. that kind of shit. You know. Anyway, I went. I paid to see them live at Brixton Academy. And it was the first time I'd gone to see them live. And um, I fell asleep at Brixton. And you know, while you were drinking and all that, I have never in my life fallen asleep at a fucking gig. Or Peth put me to sleep. I woken up. Standing up, like, you know, like leaning on a barrier kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's my old brother memory of Old Peth. They bore me. They bore <laughs> me. Like, I've never fallen asleep at a gig in my life, but it happened at Old Peth. Yeah. Um, power trick. Awesome. Yeah, big up-and-coming name in the metal world as well yep. at the moment so real big fish another yeah good fun good yep. fun band happy to, happy with that as well uh skindred again uh fun yeah, yeah it's a bit of fun yeah everyone i know I've, I've never been a huge skindred fan but everybody i know who watches skindred and i watched on that bloodstock two, mm. two years ago yeah um it is just fun you can't help but have a little smile on your face so yeah um i don't know starset i don't know them don't um, know them i know tesla but not probably for the reason that this is tesla no, I the name rings the bell, but yeah, that's about it. They're from the car, I think. That's why I keep probably, like yeah, it. you know. Um, Amity Affliction are a good band. Yep. No problem with that as well. I've probably, well, I think I'd most likely check them out. Yeah. I'm uh, probably the same with Under Oath. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm familiar with Under Oath. Metalcore. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I would probably check them out, I guess, because there may not be anything else that I want to see. Yeah, so like, you know, all in all, I wasn't, I didn't look at the download announcement and go, fuck me, I know one of these bands. You know, I looked at it and I thought, oh, Carcass, I'm on a laugh. Trivium. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. But like, is this going to be all of it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it was, a, it was, it was, it was, if you were going for mix, they certainly did that. And I think getting all three headlines at once was a good call. Um, You know, we download Always Watch This Space, you know, we're going to be doing a bit more coverage of it this year than we've previously done. Yeah. Uh, try and, sort of follow suit as best we can in the similar style we do with Bloodstock. Might be a bit harder there because we don't have like a new blood area to approach. There will be lower down bands, but there yeah. isn't like a, a specific stage or a specific competition or something like that um to 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 sort of um No, not yet. I I, I would you know, like we have said before actually that the new blood thing is like why doesn't everyone do this? Yeah. But I do you do kind of get the sense that people are starting to like whack and do it now, don't they? Or not to the extent of the new blood stage. 
to the you can come and play at Wacken. Okay, no, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, I've noticed a few posts going up about it. Uh, it's uh, I, I think at the moment, I could be wrong on this, but it's predominantly get one American band to Wacken. Really? It's very much about things that have peaked in America and everything like that, and Ooh. one band gets there. Interesting. Would you, but, you know, if that goes well, I would be very surprised if they don't spread that out further to... I want to see more, but yeah. Know, yeah, uh, Rambling Man do it. Obviously, they do it at the Big Red as well. Don't yeah, they? the so rising, um, rising, rising stage. stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, because I hope it is. I hopefully this is a take up that other festivals are going to do and Start actually get some of them local bands in there, get their name out there a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there'll be many, many bands in this country, particularly, would kill to play any I mean, part. It's got to be a win-win for a fucking festival, isn't it? Surely it pads out your lineup. Costing you bugger all. Yeah, uh, you're filling your lineup out. People will come because yeah, they want to support I mean. the bands. Bring, yeah, they'll bring their friends, their family. Their, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, they're going to be drinking. They're going to stay there. I mean, why wouldn't you? It yeah, just sounds like a no-brainer. It seems like, it seems like a no-brainer. Talking about no-brains, surgery. <laughs> Not really. That was a great. That was a great transition. Yeah, um, we planned that. Yeah. So <laughs> a new track to play. It's coming from Surgery. Uh, formed in 2002, they're an old-school melodic metal band from Slovakia. I don't know why I did the accent. Fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm not sure how legitimate it was either. Yeah, uh, yeah. You kind of, you kind of went uh, Transylvania. My, my wife says all <laughs> the time Romania. that I can't do accents. Or to Slovakia. Um, their second album, Exorbent Roots, was released early this year. Uh, came away at the beginning of October, so you can check out the review now. Um, so this is a track off the album. It's called Paradise.
Right. So you had some news bits you wanted to yes, mention. I, I mean, I'll do the obvious one first. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that we talk about this band an awful lot on this podcast, we're not actually a specific Machine Head podcast. Oh God, what? <laughs> oh God, how did I not include this yeah, in the news? I just felt, um, fuck? you know, it's obviously something that, uh, I mean, first of all, you know, the announcement was um, that Dave was... McLean and Phil De- Demmel were leaving the band. However, at the same time, it was announced that their current tour was being renamed to a farewell tour. Yep. Everybody, including myself, yep. took that as shit, the band are breaking up. Yep. Which I don't think you can blame them for. I mean, farewell, it didn't say a farewell to Dave and Phil tour, it said a farewell tour. It did. You know? So I took that as like shit, Machine Head are splitting up. I mean, think, since then, it's been clarified that Machine Head as an entity are not splitting up, but they are splitting in half and two members are leaving. Yeah. And I, uh, two important, important members. members, yeah. Because the t- of the two that are staying, obviously it's Rob Flynn and Jared, who's a cool guy, but he's also very, very new in the band. Yeah. You know, and I suspect that's probably why he wasn't quick because initially yeah, I mean, Rob was saying um, that he wasn't sure about Jared. Yeah, he didn't know what was going to happen purely because I think they hadn't spoken from what I've gathered yeah. after that. But when they spoke, Jared was like, "No, like I, you know, I joined Machine and I'm still in." So let's ask the big question: Then, why do you think they're leaving? Well, I believe they're leaving because they've fallen out with Rob. Yep. Um, I don't think they've fallen out in a big way in that. You know, because they're, they're still touring. They look, they're still amicable. They look happy. I've seen the pictures, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like, we hate each other. It confuses the fuck I, out I think that, you know, Rob, did you watch Rob's Facebook lives about any of it? I watched bits of it. He he well, goes on a bit. Obviously, yeah, you know, like, because I'm a big fan, you know, I get the box of Kleenex out. We said the fucking teary eyes. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought tears up. It wasn't for any other reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I sit there and I'm like, oh, well, tell me what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so no, I've got a picture of you wanking on this video. Did you squat one? Yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, he, he, he very, I, you know, one of the things I like about him is he, he I, and dislike sometimes, is he's very candid. And he said he basically needs to take a long, hard look at himself. Right. That's what he said. Yeah. You know, so he himself, whether it's maybe being a little bit defeatist or something like that, he's laying the blame on himself. Right. Um, I'm aware that Adam left the band because of issues between him and Rob. Yep. I'm aware that Logan left the band because Logan was, well, basically a drug addict, but also because of issues <laughs> between him and Rob. Yeah. Um, I'm aware that Rob runs Machine Head. I get the impression sometimes that he runs it like his empire. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but that's how it comes across. Even the fact that he calls himself the general. Yep. Um, yeah, 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 good point. Uh, so I don't. I think it's probably just over time that maybe like creative differences, whatever it is, that it's just grating and grating, and then like amicably said, look, you know, we're we're, we're kind of done with it now. We're going to move on. Yeah, they're not moving together. They're just they're leaving Machine Head. It's not like they're going. We're splitting away, and we're going to create Machine Head Two. Or yeah, yeah, it's like not that, the Fear you know Factory I mean? split. Yeah. It's not that. They're just going to go off and do their own thing. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, now it does settle. It's a uh, fairly, uh, you know. Now it does settle. I, I understand and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, what you said is pretty much seems to be the sort of uh, dead set reason and so on. I just wondered what had happened that had been the. I'd like to know what they was the the straw that brought the camels back for. Yeah, David. maybe maybe there wasn't though. Maybe it's just been building and building and building and building. You know, I, I don't know. It all seemed to come out out of the blue. That's the thing with it, which was a bit weird. It wasn't like um there was any rumors of a maybe yeah, not yeah. getting on or anything like that. They do a lot of Facebook videos together, you know, on tour and stuff like that. And everything always seems so amicable and they like they look like they're really happy and everything's yeah. cool. But there you go. It just goes to show that you don't always know, do you? No, you really don't. Yeah, it's definitely you know. one of the more shocking stories that came our way. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that was there was that. That was obviously I, I, I was I'm, I'm quite upset about that because uh, while I'm happy that Machine Head still exists, um, Rob, Rob is Mr. Machine Head. He but is. He wasn't singularly for me. No, no, That's I the agree. Thing. Uh, I'm okay with Phil leaving because Phil also was relatively new and he's also like the third guitarist the band has had. Yeah. Um, I like Phil a lot and I think he's been a hugely positive influence on the sound of Machine Head. Yeah. However, you know. If he changes and someone else comes in, I, I don't see why that would change Machine Head. But I, but Dave leaving is a bit. It's of a bit of a blow, me. yeah. You know, it was Rob, Rob and Dave on Machine Head to me, and, and that's weird because Dave isn't even the original drummer. No, but that's what it is. It's Rob and Dave. It's been such a long time like that. It must, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm upset about that. I am, but um, yeah. I'm, but, but at the same time, I'm happy that they're going to continue to exist. It's very interesting to see what happens with Machine Head now because the first thing we know for a fact is that. It's probably going to go very, very quiet from their camp once this tour is done. Yep. While they source new members. And yep. It'll be interesting to see who joins the band. It'll be very interesting because what's even more fascinating for us, it means the last time we saw Machine Head live was the last time we saw mm. th this version of Machine Head. Yeah, yeah. Which we is, didn't realise uh, at the time, but it was our farewell tour. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. Know? But also what, what's very intriguing for me is um, when they say that they have creative differences, genuinely, what I it might not mean this, but what I take that as is that one person's trying to make them more heavy and one person's trying to make them less heavy. Yeah, that's what I always take yeah. it as in metal when they say creative differences. I, I, I see it as two, yeah, two people want now, to go in different directions. Yeah. Now, with you know, what I don't know is that our, we're Phil and Dave the linchpin saying, No, Rob, we've got to keep playing metal, we've got to keep playing metal. Yeah, and with them gone, Machine Head might go full-blown kind of cleaned up sound everything like that yeah or was it the other way around because actually weirdly enough in the video like rob said like you know he wishes them all the best uh it was a really really strange video because he said he, he he wouldn't be you know if anyone's looking for a guitarist or drummer you won't get any better than these two he genuinely can see dave like you know in a country kind of rock band in the future like being like a, Did a say that? of that genre and phil like whose who's biggest love is playing covers did he really say that yeah the fuck so that kind of then made me think like or maybe they're trying to change it. Interesting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it wasn't done in a vicious way or anything like that. It was done with him wishing them all the best and saying, like, you know, if Dave gets what you know, his dream, he'll, he'll that's, be smashing that's like a kind of country rock kind of... Because I would have thought if there was any influence to go to a lighter sound, it would be coming from Rob. Yes, and I, I would have thought the same. Yeah. But anyway, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Absolutely. We'll be watching that space very closely yeah. as Machine have constantly come up in his podcasts. Yeah, yeah, they do. But you might get a couple of years gap once the tour's done. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, while we're waiting. No, because we'll just we'll be like, right, Machine Head blacked out their pictures. Speculate. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the other thing? Um, and this is a question for you. Go on. But first of all, uh, let me just remember the name of it. Are you're aware of Spain's Resurrection Festival? Yes. Um, are you aware of the story of as I lay dying? playing there and uh, then being removed. I saw a headline earlier on, I don't know the details, but I saw a headline saying a fan had petitioned to get them removed and yeah, the organisers have agreed. Yeah, and they've removed them from yeah. the festival. Right. All I wanted to really do, because I have my opinion on this. Mm. So originally, just to add a little bit more context to it quickly, originally they were only on the bill yeah. because Resurrection Festival apparently also do a fan vote for bands. And uh, the, the, they were one of the bands that had the most votes. Right. Uh, and it's one of those ones where the fans can add their own band. Right. So they were added and they got the most votes. The Resurrection Fest said, all right, well, as well, they die and are invited, based okay. on the fan vote. However, then another portion of the fans took offence to that. Right. Petitioned, and because of the kickoff about it all, okay. they now said, all right, they're, they're removed. Um, I guess my question for you is, right, what, basically, what's your take? How do you 
Do you think it's right that they should be removed? Considering we obviously know they, they one mm. member of the band, I'll say they, Tim Lambesis, yeah. committed a crime. Yeah. But we also know that he completed his time and is therefore free to be back in society. And it's quite, it's quite a controversial it one. Is and I don't, I don't want to, like, you know, I'm not going to try and be all self-righteous in this and say they shouldn't be there, they should be there. My, my, my honest opinion on it is that um, if you continue to punish a person after they come out of prison, what's the point in prison? Yes, you know? I agree. Uh, that's that my point. honest opinion on it. Right. Um, I just want to, so yeah. the context, but add a bit more context. If you don't know what Tim Labuse is doing, he basically hired a hitman to kill his wife. Yeah. Uh, that is the minimum I'm going to say about it on that front. Um, he's, he has served time in prison for it and so on. I, right. So I was puzzled as to why as I day, as I day, as I lay dying, went back with him afterwards, knowing that it was going to be a tough sell yeah. for any festival promoter and stuff like that, because ultimately um, you can do your time all you want, but it's not necessarily going to mean you're forgiven no. in the public's eye. No. Where I'm struggling, um, I don't understand what I would well, to what I would have done if I was Tim Labuse's and as I lay dying. It appears to me as they closed ranks and brought fences down and basically were like we're carrying on and we're just going to play nah. our stuff. I want no. why hasn't he been publicly out talking about he this? Apology, right? That's exactly what I was going to say. Cool. Actually, there's a, a very very interesting video. That the band put together, yeah. Before they, or as they were reconnecting, yeah, trying to reconnect, um, which is basically a round table event where they all sit at it. It's about an hour long, really, and they they give him some serious home. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that. And eventually, by you know, not by the end of it, it's not done. You know, they say that you know we spoke once. Uh, he asked if he could meet up because he wanted to apologise. They said no. Didn't speak again for six months. Really? It was a long building process. Interesting. And then it turned. Then they they decided that you know we're going to put it all out there. We're not going to hide anything. We're not putting no fence up. It was the most open thing I've ever seen. He openly admits everything that he did, all the problems that he's had, everything that was his fault. Um, the band literally tear him a new one. Really? You know, you've ruined our life. You ruined it. You know this and the other. And then it was a long period after that where they started rebuilding bridges. They right. started. You know, they came out and they said you know. It was the first time I've ever believed that he's sorry. The first right. time ever, you know. And then they decided that they were going to give him a second chance. Right. So I've got. I, I would say this. Right. I don't. I agree with you. If we continue to punish people consistently, obviously, I do think it depends upon what the crime is and severity mm. of it and things like that. That's yeah. not not open for debate. Um, I guess the debatable one in this, and this is where it's difficult, is is that a lot of the debate is on one side of the fence. People say, yeah, but he didn't kill her. And the other side of the fence go, yeah, but that wasn't because he wasn't trying to. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> you know kill her. I mean? He didn't kill her because it didn't yeah. work. So that's you know, <laughs> that, that, that that's 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 a stupid statement that people say. That's dumb. Um, I would say like this. So basically, I think as I lay dying, and Tim and everyone involved in that band, promoters and so on, have every fucking right to try and make a living as they so choose. You, as a festival goer or a bat or a gig goer make the decision yeah. to then see them. Now you can send messages in ways. If they get booked for a festival and you're unhappy about that, you know what you do? You don't go to the festival. Yeah. Or you make sure you don't go near as they die while yeah. they're playing. If no one shows up and there's two people standing out there, their band will realise, the promoters will realise this is not going to work. We aren't forgiven in the eyes of the public. The way I say and look at this, what let's say I'm going to use a horrible example here, um, purely because it's the one I can only think of at the most severe crime. What would we all think if if um, the Lost Prophets frontman got out of prison and was like, okay, cool, I've done my time. Now I'm going to reform Lost Prophets. 
Yeah. So I mean, we, well, actually, when I was speaking, I was speaking to my wife about this the other night, and we used the same example. But the, the one thing with that is that the crime the crime's too severe. Yeah, that's the problem. You know? Yeah, well, not even the problem, but it is. But if they did, let's but say, it, let's there's say, nothing that stops them doing that. No, that's right. It's but a, it does stop us. us. We would never, we would never review it. Of course, we would never promote it. We would never push it. We you make a start to say we're uh, not going to do did, this. We did have a conversation about as I lay dying, both recent single. Yeah, and we we both agreed the same thing, which was like, we've done the time. Yeah, know, review it. It's, it. You know, let's review it. It has to. It has to be. It, it, I, I, my, only, my, my I guess my overriding thing on, on this was that um, I I kind of feel like the the only one who's maybe done something wrong in this whole story is the festival themselves. Yeah, I think they fucked this one up. When they when they announced them, they also announced a statement saying about they believe in rehabilitation and they believe in sex. But when they um, got rid of them uh, and said that they're no longer on it, they said while we still do believe in all of that stuff. Um, Basically, fan pressure has, has led us to decide this wasn't the right move for our festival. So, you, so basically, fear, uh, it came across to me like fear of, of, of maybe losing ticket sales, making you chuck the band, and that's not the right reason. If if I would have had more respect for them, if they just stuck with their conviction, like you said, people go to the festival, you don't have to watch them. Yeah. If you don't want them to get a cut of the money, you don't have to go to the festival. Don't buy the merch. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. They, they, so they'll quickly get the message if that's how you generally feel. I've got no problem with festivals deciding they don't want to book as I lay dying. However, I do have a problem with you booking them. Announcing that you're all for rehabilitation and re-entering uh, society, it's fascinating. Uh, and then pull them off it. So yeah, it is quite a fascinating story. It's quite a controversial one, I think, for a lot of people. I understand why. Uh, I think um, it's it's a it's one it is it's one of those where all, almost every time you speak about it, there's buts and there's this and there's yeah. I mean, it always comes back to that one last question, though, doesn't it? And that's the one that I you know it's a difficult one to answer. Is at what point after committing a crime, depending on the severity of it, does your punishment stop? Well, um, yeah, I mean, here's uh, well, we can use another example. Um, what about Emperor? Mm. You know, um, I know there was a, I know there's a section of fan base that uh, fan of, of people because not fans would say that Emperor should never been allowed to play and stuff like that. But ultimately, there was more that clearly did. Um, and here's the thing: is that man um, in Emperor hasn't ever been sorry for no. his stuff or anything like that. No, he's done his time, but there's no apologies in him. No. Um, you know, um, it starts opening up a really crazy can of worms so here's an example I mean, number one if bloodstock and i'm gonna use them because ultimately ultimately um now i don't think they would i generally don't think they would i don't think any festival in the uk would in fact i don't think any festival in the world would but considering it his music would be no his modern music wouldn't be right fuck it any festival not bloodstock specific any festival booked burzum mm -hmm. what what would you do um in truth, I probably still it wouldn't affect my decision to go to the festival. Mm. That's the thing. Great. It might. It might. It would. Lead, I'd have to think about whether I was comfortable watching them as a band. Yep. Uh, or not. Yep. But if I wasn't, I just wouldn't go and watch them as a band. It's. I agree. It, you know, it's a festival at the end of the day. It's not about a band, is it? And it's actually funny enough. Not the murder. That's the particular reason. My overriding reason is actually the neo-Nazi links, which is yeah. why I don't think anyone would. But then would you, we can go down this route, can't we? You yeah. Know, like. Phil and Selma said he's sorry, so now it's okay. No, but we 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 I know like he hasn't gone out and killed somebody. No, but we, <laughs> you know? we 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 made a very strong point throughout, and I was still pretty much on that. We I don't think either of us have ever really kind of let that go. No, you know, and it's still coloured our opinion to date. Oh, it's definitely coloured my opinion, but not to the point where I wouldn't watch down. No, of course. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I'm not saying like the as are they dying crime and being a racist. I guess they are comparable to some people, maybe, and, and not to others. I guess the big big thing on this is, like, whether we agree with governments or anything like that or not, what we do is we put them in power 
and they decide the punishment for a crime. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure it's then on a festival to come out and say, or, or a collection of people to go, well, you, the government said you have to do this time, you've done that, uh, but now we're going to give you some more, actually. Yeah. You know. Okay, that's a fair point. Um, I will, we'll wrap that one up, but with yeah. um, one final thing. The probably biggest question I've got is, you're an Azalea Dying fan. They're not a very good band. I'm not band. an Azalea Dying fan. Not you, people, I mean, because oh. I don't think they're a very good band. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I will say that the single that they did, the first release since yep. he came out and since they regrouped as a band, which is a very, very good song because you can imagine it's come from a place of extreme emotion. Mm. And it is an apology. It's an apology song, which again is why I'm saying they haven't hidden away from this. Mm. The whole song is him basically saying, what the fuck is wrong with me? What have I done? <laughs> it, you know, no blame, not blaming anyone else, not blaming his background, not blaming it. Purely, I fucked up. Yeah. You know, I'm a yeah. fuck up. <laughs> and I quite like the fact that it was that open and everything. And it was that, but it was actually quite a good song. Sometimes when tragedy or... or it can It, can it inspire. leads to a better thing, doesn't it? It can inspire. Um, right. Moving on. Have you been in to see any live bands since we last I talked? haven't been to any bands. I was going to go to see Gus G when I oh, that got cancelled. That got cancelled to rescheduled in January. Things. Yeah, that yeah. changed around at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been... I, I, Well, as of recording, I last night went to see a band you never thought in a million years I'd go see. Ash. You know them? Yes, I know who Ash yeah. are. Back from the uh, kind of uh, late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. Like feeder and people like that. Kind That's of. right, yeah. Alternative rock. Yeah. Um, they got lumped in with Brit rock, Brit pop, mm. even though they're from Northern Ireland, so they're <laughs> not Brit pop, for fuck's sake. Northern Ireland is part of Britain, mate. <laughs> let's, let's get down that route. <laughs> yeah. We need a backstop. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was for review, you know, um, and I'll review mostly anything. And well, no, we lean way more towards the metal side. We we do a lot of pop rock, uh, punk rock stuff yeah, like that. I like I liked a lot of that stuff. stuff that, into it, that, that, that touches on the genre. But I, one of the things is I really, I'd heard of Ash, but like songs that were like, oh, this is their big hairs that I was being told. I was like, I don't know it. I've never heard it. I generally like, I'm so out of the loop and like in this shit that I generally had no clue. But I was able to gauge, right? So like the opening songs, it was at a forum and it was, I'd say 90% full. Um, we just stood at the back, so we didn't really get like that involved. It was like ninety percent full, um, and like I, I, you know, I look around, I'm judging the crowd as it were, trying to get an idea, and I did think like, yeah, I stand out here, like <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Um, but like, the opening song was kind of muted and was a bit like flat. The second one was really energetic, and people got nuts for it. I found it afterwards that's because that was one of their big hitters. Right. The opening song was off the new album, okay. and that's what it was. And like <clears throat> I was able to realize what was a big hitter yeah. by people singing and suddenly getting really loud and stuff, and when everyone was not moving, it was obviously a new song. Because a lot of people were there on a nostalgia trip. Yeah, basically, because I also looked at this set list afterwards to get an idea of where these songs were coming from, and seven were from the new album, which is cool. Six were from the album that made them big in the 90s. Right. So almost exactly the same. They did a couple of covers as well. They did a cover, brief cover, into another song that I was racking my brains up. I couldn't remember until I, today. And it was the Star Wars Cantina pan. Yeah. And they also... They did two encores, but the first encore was one song, and it was an ABBA cover. Oh, really? And it was, um, fuck, what was it? Does Your Mama Know? Does Your Mama Know That You're Out, that one. That one. And that was like one track, and then it, and then it was encore two afterwards, that. And I I got, I know they're one of the biggest pop bands in the world, but fuck ABBA. I, I don't even, can't even say I like, you know, like, I've got any any time for ABBA. No. And I've had to listen to many bands modern time cover them. 
like ghost and stuff like that. And it's starting to do my nutting when it's sort of like, oh, let's cover Abbott. Isn't it cool and kooky? Um, yeah. yeah, that's thrown me off completely now. Yes, I did. What, what, what did you rate the gig? I haven't read your email. Uh, yet. Six out of ten, I think. Ten. Because so you didn't oh, absolutely hate it. No, no, no. I thought, like I said, I thought it was it, like the form kind of have a sketchy sound. I thought it yeah. did really, really well. And, um, you know, it, it was nice and fun. It was fun, fun, fun. Got to be out here, gig some fun. Yeah. Like I'm desperately, desperately in need of a gig. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. I also went to see um, something completely different uh, Lucifer. Um, Lucifer, uh, these. Uh, is it German? No, German born. The singer's German, but she moved to Norway or Sweden, one of the two, to meet, and the rest of the band are there. Um, they're a doom metal band, but not on the heavy side, more the, you know, the cleaning. Cleaning. <laughs> cleaning side. Fucking excellent it was. It was at the Boston Music Room. Right. Um, Dance, so many gigs there now. Yeah, it's becoming Dance, a new small there. place. Go to the forum. It's closer. Yeah, so like, it's, a, right, it's one of those things that we talked about before. I don't, I'm not happy for the band, but I'm happy for me. It was probably half full, yeah. which was, you know, great for me. You know, not so great for the band. Um, you know, Boston Music Room isn't exactly a big venue anyway. Nah, so nah. when it's half full, you're not exactly getting the people out. But it's such a niche sound. Um, but yeah, it was. It was a, I really, really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. It was a really fun one. Not really familiar with them, I'll be honest. Um, I've heard a few songs before, Anne, but it's one of those where it's like, I think they're only on for an hour as well. So like it's a literal hour, you get it, and that's all it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's it for the time being. Right, so we're gonna go through, I guess, recent releases, really, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose. Oh, you should probably talk about. I haven't heard the song, but I've seen not the video, but I've seen the fact that Tanya Filth is in the video. Oh, you're gonna talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. So the, the song's called "Wonderful Life." Yeah. And because they're cool, they spelled it uh, small face. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, I did wonder if you'd done that on purpose. Nah, yeah, well, I, I had to do it because that's how they did it. Yeah. Um, but then I refused to do it throughout the rest of the article because <laughs> it's the start of a sentence. It's meant to have a capital. <laughs> you know? Um, it's by uh, Bring Me to Horizon. Yeah. Um, the second single from their soon... No, not that soon. It's coming out in January, actually, uh, to be released. New album called Amo, A-M-O. That's it, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what it, whether it's like a, 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 a French word or, or, or just an acronym or something i've no idea um yeah so i was uh i went into it i, I reviewed their first single mm. uh i really didn't like it um it was so synth heavy and oh god it was i don't know i think i scored it one out of ten maybe two out of ten and um off the back of that i think i said in my review of the first single that i'm not planning to listen to anything else Fair enough, uh, yeah. These have obviously now positioned themselves not for me. Yeah, and yeah, that's okay. yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then they release a song, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested in that until you see that it scrolls past the screen and goes to the bracket featuring Danny Phil. Yeah. And I go, well, now I fucking have to, <laughs> you have to check that God, shit out. damn it. <laughs> but I was like, well, this is kind of cool, right? It, I, I think this is going to be cool because Danny's got unique voice. You know, it doesn't naturally sit into a radio-friendly, polished, ex-metalcore, now hard rock sound. Yeah. So potentially the band are gonna have to go a bit heavier, and then Danny's gonna have like this big verse where he, you know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Mm. Um, the song is much better than the first, which I'm trying to think. It's called Mantra, the first. That's it, yeah. Uh, however, I do reference a lot in my single review that, you know, you, 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 it would have been impossible to be worse than the first. Right. So you, know, you could have like just up. recorded yourself dragging your nails down a chalkboard, and I would have gone been three out of ten. <laughs> to be honest with you. However, I really. Think, despite the fact that it's got some good riffs in it it's a little bit more catchy um 
they really drop the ball on using Danny Phil. Really? Like they don't actually use him. He Ooh. hasn't got a vert. He, sorry, he has a he had three lines on his own, three lines, but they're whispered rather than his voice. Oh, so he does it in a hushed voice, so like almost like they've restrained him rather than letting him go to town. Yeah, like the whispers style he sometimes um, doesn't cradle. So, he, so there's a ver- basically there's one verse where Danny Phil he is. So the first three lines are Danny, and then by the fourth line, um, Ollie Sykes is back over the top of him, and Danny now just back into him. Um, but it's all really hushed. See, I actually listened to the song on my way to work this morning. And the first two, three times, I couldn't pick out where Danny was. Oh, really? Okay. That's how he didn't stand out. Mm. So I, I, and then I, I thought, is that him? Because it's got a few little twinges in it, like, like to the voice. So I was rewinding it. And I was turning it up louder. And I was like, yeah, I think that's him. And then, you know, it's like three lines and then he's back out again. And I just think, like, you know what? If you're going to bring someone like Danny Filth into a song, you've got to let him go. Yeah, it seems like it. a waste, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, give, give him a verse, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what, what I mean. Let him point. go to town and some screams, some growls, whatever the hell it is, but there is none of that. It's just a couple of hushed whispered lines and then all of a sudden you can't really hear him at all now because it's just Ollie again. Yeah. So I, I just felt that they wasted the opportunity. The only other thing they did do with Danny, which is actually quite funny if you watch it, is they released a lyric video where Danny Phil was the only one in the video and it shows him in full cradle gear going to a supermarket, buying cereal. Is that, what, is that what it is? That's what the lyric video cool. is. <laughs> Pouring it uh, into a bowl, buying milk, drinking orange juice. But <laughs> all like in full, full cradle gear. And that's quite funny. Yeah, However, that's, quite that's funny. not the song. That's just like, it's a lyric video. Yeah, really it's a video, yeah. So if you, if you brought Danny into your song so you could film him and take the mickey out of him and give him three fucking lines. Problem with it is, is that lyrically it makes no sense. And even the band themselves have come out and said, well, there wasn't really a point to the lyrics. We were all just like shouting out random lines. And then it was like uh, basically like verbal diarrhea. And then we thought, oh, that's kind of ironic. So we'll leave them. And it was just Whoa. like, what is ironic about that? that? Even the first bit, it starts off with like a kind of spoken, it's not spoken word, it's sung, but it's sung in a kind of spoken way. And he's saying about my mind is deteriorating and all that. And then he goes, oh, fuck it. I don't even know what I'm saying. And that, like that wasn't meant to be a lyric, well, that's but the, that's all part of it. That's... I thought you were doing that. No, no, that's what they did. Oh my god! I'm like, oh, right, just you know, they're like, because it's ironic, and it's like, that's not ironic. That's not ironic. You know, you can't. You're sat there. You put like, you've got thirty lines that have probably been shout out, shouted out at random times in the studio, and you just put them together and gone irony. Yeah, that's not how irony works. That's yeah. that's lack of creative creativity. I yeah, so, think so. It's a much better song than Mantra. It has got some moments in it. Some of the music's pretty good, but you got Danny Filth on it, and then you minimise his input. And if anything, Danny Filth, you could have. Like two things that Danny feels brilliant at, yeah. Yeah. One is his voice stands out. Yep. And two is lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So you bring him onto a song, you don't use him on the lyrics because he sure as hell could have fucking improved for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, and then you fade him into the background so we can barely hear him. Brendan just wanted a cradle of film song. That's what he wanted here. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to hear Danny. Yeah. That's why I did, and I, I don't see the point. It's like bringing James Hetfield onto a song and saying, "Well, we don't want you to sing." Just play like a bit of rhythm guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pointless. You know, it's like bringing Corey Taylor onto a song and saying, but don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is the point? That is their thing. That is what they do. So yeah. why aren't you using that? Yeah, fair enough. So okay. yeah, so that was um, yeah, so that was a disappointment. Have you um, have you heard the new Disturbed album? I haven't listened to the new Disturbed album yet, but only purely because I've been listening to other probably much better albums. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Simple> <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know that for a fact because I haven't listened to it, but I'm a, I'm aware of what Disturbed. I'm aware of a couple of the songs on the Disturbed mm. album. I've heard a couple of the. Well, you uh, reviewed some of the singles, yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't hate them, but you know, it didn't. It wasn't like oh my god, 
this is life changing. Yeah, yeah, I think you pretty much covered um, you know, uh you covered what is the singles that of the uh what is the more older disturbed sound. Yeah. Um I reviewed it on the site and it's pretty much I'll keep this brief, people, because it is disturbed and there's only so long you talk about it. It's an album of two halves. Um one that's clearly fan service, which is basically this is just disturbed gone through the motions. Yeah. Nothing bad, nothing particularly mind blowing either. And then there's four tracks across it, four out of ten that are clearly influenced and i've read up and about it it doesn't make this up either as well they said you know they wanted to use the influences they learned from their silent sound of silence cover um they clearly want to go in a different direction of in the future and i think this is the stepping stone yeah where it's just like setting the bar let's put four songs in yeah. of that a bit softer a bit more mellow a bit sorrowful um, yeah i think they probably got a little taste from it from the popularity of the yeah. sound of silence yeah the piercings are gone um yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what they want to do. So it's, it, it isn't a massive loss to me. That's no, it, it, it's. Not. I was never the biggest fan of them in the world. I got into the down with the sickness stuff. Oh yeah, because everyone did at the time. But aside from that, it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah. um, it's kind of keeping. I'll bring this one up as well because again, it's kind of just like it's fine and it's cool. It's the new Soulfly album, Ritual. Yeah. Um, is it's a good album. Uh, if you know your Soulfly, you will not. There's no surprises, basically. No, there isn't. I, um, I, again, I did a couple of the singles on it. I've listened to the Soulfly album. Mm. Well. I quite like it as an album. I think it's another. It's good. They're consistent, aren't they? That's the thing. Consistency is key. It doesn't It doesn't. It isn't as good as the um, uh, latest Cavalier Conspiracy one that came out. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. There's one thing I did highlight in Ritual that I do still heavily think is I think uh, Max needs to be careful going forward about getting his stuff mixed up. They're already yeah. quite close. I, and there I, were a couple I, of songs actually, on Ritual. I, I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have even been the song Ritual. I know I did two of the singles. I, I did. I remember perfectly writing down that could be a Cavalier Conspiracy song. Yeah. Actually, you know, like, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the tribal elements are not so much in some of these songs. Yeah. That, that made it more it's soulful. It's thrash and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But it's a good album. It's a good album. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nothing wrong with it at all. Um, I do another... Uh, single that I just wanted to touch on really really quickly um, purely because I made you listen to something earlier on oh uh, yeah um, so I just got to touch on it uh, Amaranth new single Inferno anybody who's listened to this song and who's accidentally become maybe as a child or, or, or something like that or, or been in a place that plays popular music will know the song Shape of You by Ed Sheeran um, just at some point take a second to listen to hmm. the chorus of Shape of You and the chorus of Inferno by Amaranth together and tell me that they are not exactly the fucking same <laughs> so weird um like i said you know the song itself is actually not too bad you know it's not it's not a bad song but once you if you know the shape of you it's very hard to then get past that yeah yeah, yeah. every time it comes back to the chorus you go oh stop. <laughs> no it's ed sheeran <laughs> yeah so, so apparently he's a metal fan as well now oh yeah we've seen this the geezer's everywhere, isn't fucking he? I mean, we've, we've probably spoken about him about five or six times. It's true, actually. Yeah, I listened to one the other day where he came up. Was it Metallica? No, it was at the end of the podcast, the end of Metallica special, where we yeah. talked about the Game of Thrones cameo. Fucking brainwashed. Man. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Um. So, Hellions. Have you heard of Hellions? I know who Hellions are. Okay. Big buzzword, man. Big. It's Hellions. So, in case... Oh, no. No. Sorry. Start again, actually. I'm thinking about Greta Von Fleet. No, we'll get the Greta yeah. uh, Von uh, Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Um, in a bit, but a uh, Hellion. So, or oh, Hellions are Australian uh, pop punk, punk rock, right. uh, a little bit of hardcore influence and stuff like that. They actually came to my attention um, a few years ago with an album called Opera Oblivia. Mm. Um, and well, it wasn't an outstanding album. They had outstanding songs in it that were like when they got it right, they were on fire. And they have a new album called Rune. I this completely took me by surprise. My dickhead of a son 
I messaged him because he's a big fan too. And I was like, oh, Hellion's a new album. He's like, yeah, I've known for months. I'm like, well, don't you fucking know everything, you know? I'm like, I'm like, really like this song. He's like, yeah, that came out months ago. I'm like, oh, shut up, man. I'm not talking to you anymore, you know? Come on. But, um, no, you've been surpassed. It's annoying. But, um, yeah, so like Rue is the new album. And, um, again, I think I gave it 6.5 out of 10, which might suggest, well, it's not that good then. And it's like, it's, it's a problem with them in that they're not consistently great across an album. And that for every great song there's one that's just like uh, that's a bit uh, and all that yeah. but what the thing about them is the good songs fucking great i i would urge you please if you can go out and listen to one song and go listen to smile it's they've got a video for it that i absolutely love as well and um this song i is one of the catchiest things i've heard in years it's surprise i think it'll take people by surprise i think they're so unique because it's got all the pop punk infectious rhythms that you would expect with this voice and this hardcore vocal style. Not massively dirty hardcore, yeah. but just enough going on <coughs> that it's it's so it's catchy. So, it's so off-putting for me because I, I so hate pop punk. I think you'd really <laughs> like it. I think you would yeah. have trouble turning around and saying, no, this is not a good... You know, it's really, really good. Oh, you know, as I've got older, you become, especially from reviewing, you become more appreciative of things you maybe wouldn't have liked in the past. Agreed. You can go like, actually, you know what? I can see why people like it and all that. Well, as you mentioned them, then we'll go straight on to uh, Greta Van Fleet. Not yeah. Vaughn, I kept saying. I had to go rewrite my entire review because after I finished, I wrote Vaughn all the way through. And I was like, fuck's sake, it was only a letter, but what are you going to do? So, um, Greta Van Fleet, obviously, there's a lot of buzz about them. Yeah, um, but surprisingly, I basically, I, I'd heard of them, but I didn't pay any attention until the album came out. I was like, well, I'm going to review this. Um, and only afterwards did I realise that a lot of what people say is actually not good. That the buzz isn't necessarily a lot of it isn't very very good. A lot right. of people have a lot of negativity towards them. Yeah, and I know why after listening to it. Now I personally think that they right. So let's do this straight away. That basically people are saying that you're ripping off Led Zeppelin. That's the biggest thing that people are saying. Ripping off Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, I don't know his. I'm going to admit something. I don't know Led Zeppelin well because I don't like Led Zeppelin. I don't care for them. I question how a band ever got that big on what they did. Um, that's just me. I understand that ma majority of people, a huge mass amount of people absolutely love them. And that's fine. It's a thing. I know their sound. So when Greta Von Van Fleet um, started playing, I didn't get the massive connection first. Yeah. But I did recognise it. And I didn't think that was a bit odd. And as it goes on and on and on, you, I did go, what the fuck is going on here? And it's like, you're trying to write a review and I'm trying to avoid it. And like I started with it and I sort of said, look, let's get this out of the way. It's there. It's obvious. If you're a big fan of the Zeppelin, yep. you're going to think one of two things here. Second Coming or Ripoff Merchants. Yep. Now, going off the album, I think the album's good. And going off the album, I think like it could make them, they could be huge, but they're going to have to do something about this because no major, it seems like a lot of major metal press, rock press, because not metal, well, aren't going to get behind them. There's a few that have, though, because it was actually a Kerrang article I was reading today where they, mm. were, they were going the other way and they were saying the next coming of uh, Led Zeppelin. Yep. You know, they weren't, yep. they weren't seeing it as a rip-off. You know, so it, it's not exclusively negative. Oh, yeah, it's not exclusively know. negative. That's the thing, yeah. But, yeah, um, but yeah I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's dangerous. I think there's... If you listen to it, I think there's a difference between being inspired and then there's like, no, we want to sound like this, and that's a bit of a, okay. Yeah. Um well we'll see we'll see basically yep 
Um, you got any more? Yeah, I've got two more. Go. So, our, hollow, our home, UK based metalcore, I guess, m- mostly. Yeah. Bits of hardcore, bits of death sometimes in there. Um, they released a new album which is called In Memory In Moment. Just let me just check that because I. No, in moment, in memory. Put it the other way around. Yeah, the yeah. other way around. I keep doing that as well. Yeah. Um, it's a very, very good album. I was quite a big fan of their first album, actually. I, I, I quite liked it. Uh, they also did in their Cheering cover of The Shape of You, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. That was For Jerry. Oh, right, all right. <laughs> um, well, still sucks. Yeah. But um, it's a really good album. And I seem to accidentally be falling into this thing at the moment where every time I listen to a song, it's been written in tribute to a death. Really? Uh, or an album or something like that. So like, you know, the Baby Metal one, Architects. Uh, it just keeps, it's like it's following me around. <laughs> so I listened to Our Hollow, Our Home's new album all the way through. And I, I liked it quite a bit, but I didn't quite understand. It looked like it was meant to be a concept. So I didn't want to research it first. I wanted to listen to it first. And I was going to look into it afterwards. Yeah. And it turned out that the album is a tribute to the, I believe it's the guitarist's father who recently passed away from cancer. Okay. So it's written as a concept album dealing with the five stages of grief that they felt they went through as people in the, in the band. Okay, cool. You know, so it has a, like part one, denial. And there's like a maybe a minute long kind of instrumental thing about denial. And then there's one or two songs. Then, you know, it moves into different things like anger, uh, depression. Okay. And yeah. each, each one of them starts off with this little instrumental and then a few songs about it. And there are some like the depression one, which I thought, right, okay, these are going to be like maybe ballady. But they were just fury. Oh, so that <laughs> they, kind of level. I mean? And then yeah. it ends with acceptance. And on that, there is kind of a ballady kind of one. But it's, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, so as a concept, amazing. The, the thing that I came out of that album with more than anything else, and I love it when bands do this, is I felt that if I if if I knew somebody who had died from cancer mm. recently and I listened to this album, I would feel better. All right. I felt like, you know, it was like, it's like therapy. Do you know what I mean? I felt, I felt like this would make me feel better. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, musically, it's, it's solid as, as, as a rock as well, as well as having a great concept. It's a really, really good album. really recommend people check out Our Hollow, Our Home. I think they're a... I mean, they, you know, they, 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 they're an independent band. They have their own record label, which is like Hollow Records or something okay, like that. Okay, cool, yeah. You know, they look after them, themselves. Um, yeah, so just check out their music, to be honest, because like, especially these independent people, man. <laughs> you know, they need people to listen to it and uh, shout about them a little bit. Um, and then the last one, yeah, which... Probably going to pronounce wrong, uh, or close to wrong, wrong. Um, is, uh, so the album is called Saw Gear. Right, I figured you'd come up this one. A band, the band are called Skarmold. Yep. Skarmold. Skarmold. Skarmold, like yeah. So they're an Icelandic folk slash Viking metal. Mm. Um, really hard review to write. Right. I'm not, not going to lie, because every song, yeah. every band name, every bit of everything about this band requires some bloody intricate alt codes <laughs> to get all the special, oh. special characters and, 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 and letters that, that, yeah, that yeah. I use. So the whole, the whole album is sung in Icelandic. Um, all the album t- song titles are in Icelandic. Everything's Icelandic. Uh, but it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I, I, I rated it very, very high. I believe I gave it 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think you did, you know. Um, yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's one of the best albums I've heard this year. It's okay. definitely by a, long, by, by a long shot the best folk album I've heard this year. Excellent. Uh, by a long shot. Um, it's much heavier than you might expect from folk. Much heavier. Um, very, very riff-driven. Very guitar-driven. Rough vocals. But, you know, loads of groove and effect. Like, so, yeah, I absolutely check that out. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, anyone who listens to 
maybe the first 10 seconds of a song called Mara, yeah, you 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 you'll just probably be like, yeah, this sounds 10 out of 10. Yeah, oh, <laughs> straight off the off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Right, well, then I will make... we got one to talk about, and then we'll play one last track, and we'll call it quits here for this podcast. Uh, we're talking about William Wallace, a thrash metalcore band that formed in 2009 by uh, the brothers Soto, two brothers. Um, their debut album, How Gods Are Made, is actually out... Um, well, when this podcast goes out, it's out now. It's about to be released. Um, and it's a concept album to do with, uh, basically... I'll, I'll give you the gist of it. The album title lays at the basis of what their debut album is about. It begins with a nameless hero returning home from war, only to find his family viciously murdered and his land razed to the ground. As he stands in the bow of a ship, staring across the drink, filled with rage and a hunger for revenge, he has no idea of the trials and tribulations he, about to, he is about to confront. In a time where gods and ravenous monsters rule the earth, man is trifling. Um, yeah, it's a great album. Really, really, really strong, strong debut from this. They went with a concept that actually comes across in the music as well. And it's um, a brave effort from a debut debut album. Really, really did really, really good job on this. Um, did an interview with him as well. Really in-depth interview about whether they... Because obviously, straight away going, William Wallace, the, the, the Scottish rebel? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, you know, um, they, 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 that's where that comes from. But yeah, that's William Wallace. Check it out. So last um, right, last song. Hey Duke. Hey, hey Duke. Hey Duke. Hey Duke is a black and deaf man. <laughs> he's, as you can tell, he's not, he's not entirely sure. Cause I'm not sure either. I read it as High Duke. High Duke? But yeah, I like that. High Duke is a black and deaf metal solo project by the guitarist Luca Molojoka. I'm probably saying that one wrong. With a focus on fast riffs and atmospheric guitars. Um, his third full length album, Exomance, is set for release on October 17th, 2018. And we're going to be playing you a track from the album now. We're literally going to go with Evil Art. So this is Evil Art. Enjoy. <laughs> 